what what positive song you know they played in a club out besides Kurt Flank and the Stomp? <laughs> Why are they playing Stomp in the club? <laughs> It gets me high up to the sky. <laughs> Girl, that, that, that song used to hit. I'm Shannon. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to Black Activities, a celebration of all things Black. Black culture, Black history, Black perspectives, and Black panache. Celebrating our Blackness doesn't mean exclusion. Everybody's invited, but you got to come in and have a seat. So let, let the Black Activities begin. Welcome to Black Activities Podcast, where we break down our history and make it easy to understand, and we discuss how it connects to the things we experience every day. I'm Shannon, here with my co-host, Mona Lisa. Hey! (laughs) Now, we've been saying this every week, but have you done it yet? Have you? Let's go. Have you done it? If you're a regular listener, first of all, thank you for listening. We would also greatly appreciate you sharing our show with someone else so they can join in the Black Activities as well. Come on. Put it in the group chat right now. We need y'all's help spreading the word about our content. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So, okay. This episode, we're going to touch on generational differences and it's it's pretty ironic that this is the topic because i was thinking about this okay so shannon you know it's been a struggle for us getting back in the routine as school is about to start okay mm-hmm. y'all if y'all don't know or haven't caught on shannon is an educator that's why she be bringing us the five five sacks facts on a regular basis okay <laughs> and then on top of shannon being an educator i have a slew of children Okay, so I'm preparing them, <laughs> getting them prepared to go back to school. Uh, let me stop acting. I, I have my oldest too, like I said before, is uh, that I have my middle daughter starting in college and then my oldest is in college as well. So I have two in college and they have left me here with my youngest. I ain't going to talk bad about it, but yo, she be she be on it. She be she be doing some things sometimes. <laughs> she do. I love her, but she be doing some things sometimes. Yes. So while we're getting, you know, prepared mentally, we have to also focus on physically getting prepared, meaning buying school clothes, shoes, which are very expensive, supplies, classroom supplies. Okay. Cause you know, we got to, you know, contribute to the classroom hairdos. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, we got to hairdos. Okay. I feel like the number one style of going back to school is everybody has to have knotless braids. Okay. Yeah. Which is very expensive. And then if you're like me and prefer uh, buttercream icing on the cake, we do all of this at the first of the month. So that's where the bills come into play as well. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> as a child, I remember my mom struggling, you know, to buy us uniforms, especially when we was in elementary school. And I just have a question. Why does it feel like the struggle is a little harder for me? Or am I tripping? Is that possible? I don't know. Hmm. You think it's harder? I don't know. I just, I do. I just personally feel like it's a little bit harder. I mean, yeah, granted, yeah, my mom had two versus I have three. And then she had a boy and a girl, which is just me and my little brother, whereas I have three girls. So I, I don't know. But how about this? Before we break down 
this, uh, let's jump into some sex facts and be careful, Shannon, because we know that some people don't like real facts that you be spitting according to a lot of the beef that has occurred on the Instagram page <laughs> these past several weeks. Okay. So it's still going. It's still going. So don't get nothing on you, but don't let it stop you from spitting the facts. So let's get on with these sex facts. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to start by giving some statistics about what life was like for black people in the 60s versus in more recent years. Because that's when we really started getting some regulations that helped us to make some kind of progress in this country. So let's talk about that mean green, that cream, that bread, that cheddar. We done made up all kind of words to talk about money. The poverty rate in 1968 was 34.7% in the black community versus 21.4% in 2018. And the income level was only 28,066 versus 40,065 now. We know that that 28K stretched a little further then than it would now, but the amount of wealth Black folks had in 1963 was only $2,467 versus $17,000. Four hundred nine dollars in 2018. Okay. Now we're talking about wealth. So wealth includes like owning things and having savings and investments and things like that. Um, so higher, but not a lot of money. Mm. Not a lot of wealth. That number is better. And we do have a larger middle class, but it's still very sad when you compare it with the wealth of white families. Our stats for homeownership actually haven't changed that much. However, those households have. The rate of single mom households was around 20% back then, and now it's around 70 to 72%. That's wild. Yep. The college graduation rate also went up drastically from 9.1% in 68 to 22.8% in 2018. And did you know that in 61, 62, there were only four black people in Congress? Now there's around 57, mm-hmm. give or take. That was a 2021 stat. Diversity and um, inclusion, but go ahead. <laughs> A couple more stats. Life expectancy went up by 11.5 from 1968. And the incarceration rate almost tripled. So let's sum that all up. We got a little more money Mm -hmm. and own a little bit more, just a little bit. More of us are middle class. More of us have college degrees. There's just a little bit more representation And we're expected to live longer, but there's a lot more baby mamas. Mm. And that's sex facts. (laughs) 
And there you have it. Speaking from a true baby mama here. (laughs) (laughs) At least you didn't. Mama, right? Well, this is true. This is true. Married. This is true. Yes. Hey. Okay. Thank you for putting my facts (laughs) out there. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And on top of that, I am trying to break the generational curse, and that's hence. My two lovely daughters in college there getting you the degree. Go. That deserves a round of applause right yes. there. Yes, 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 yes. So back to this story here. Based on the sax facts that you just gave, I mean, I think I am tripping by saying that I I feel like I, my struggle is a little bit harder. I think maybe I should chill because of I don't know, our situations are a little bit different. And I'm comparing it to my mom versus, you know, I ran off when I was 18, 19, got married, had started having children. And then now I'm trying to show my girls there's a big, 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 big world out there before you make that decision. And these bills, I don't know. I mean, I just can't step away from saying these bills ain't billing the same way they did back then. It's just like maybe I was just a kid and I was just oblivious to. I was going to say. Maybe your mama hit it well. That's what it is. And that's why I say, okay, maybe I'm tripping. I hope she don't listen to this episode and then call me. And then <laughs> <laughs> But I think just just what it is. She hit it well. And that's the power of black women because we have no choice but to do so. We make it happen. However it happens, it's gonna happen. So yeah. yeah, I'm tripping. What y'all think? Y'all hit us in the inbox, let me know if I'm tripping or not. Well, when you think about when, or at least when I think about generations in my family, I think about how many jobs people had. My mom talks about her dad having several jobs. He was a teacher. He was a janitor. He, Mm -hmm. you know, worked and taught music classes on the side. So he had like three jobs when she was growing up. Mm hmm. And he also had a college degree mm-hmm. and a master's degree. Oh, see, that's awesome. So he was well-educated. He actually did benefit from the GI Bill, which a lot of Black people didn't. Mm-hmm. So I got set up because of his success. And that's amazing. But it's unfortunate, like, everybody didn't have that chance. And, I mean, I had a dad, and my dad, I mean, he does very well for himself now, um, but he took a different direction. After high school, I think he went more towards trade. And now here it is. He has been, I mean, I remember him in school when I was little, you know. (laughs) But I remember getting in trouble for writing in his books. (laughs) 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 but my dad is this electrician he's a part of the union and he sit he's you know sits on the board and then he my brother has followed in his same you know footsteps and I was talking to my brother as a matter of fact the other day and I was sitting there like sometimes I regret not going in that same field that they did because I watched them how they able to travel and select jobs you know, my brother's getting ready to leave tomorrow to go work back out west and he'll go there for a couple months and then come back when he's tired. And he getting paid $45 an hour and I'm sitting here like, oh my yes. God. 
And I think, you know, everybody talks about going to college, but some of us, we do need to be more into different trades and go mm-hmm. to trade school because it's not like you can make a great living doing a trade. Right. So I don't think that college is automatically the answer mm-hmm. or, you know, you could go to college and then go learn a trade. Right. Right. I mean, I'm going I'm to tell you, I feel like it, you can't go wrong with just having it under your belt. You can't go mm-hmm. wrong. You cannot go wrong. I just think, you know, knowledge in general is powerful. So whether you have knowledge about a trade or you have knowledge about something else, mm-hmm. that knowledge is going to get you where you want to go. Right, right. I come from a line of educators. So both of my parents were educators. They're retired now. Mm-hmm. My mom's dad was an educator too. So, And y'all, her parents look so good too. They don't look they age. That's yeah, I, hope I, <laughs> I hope I age like my yeah. parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when I came down at the birthday party with oh, your yeah. mom, and she had her little outfit on, I was like, "Ooh, I wish my skin. I hope, I hope my skin <laughs> like that. My shoulders look like that at her age. Lord, yeah, I just kept looking. You know, I was like, uh, you know, trying to fix myself. Like when she talked to me, I'm like, yeah, what, what is it? What you say? <laughs> I know that's a generational difference. Grandmas of this generation, mm-hmm. they don't look like grandmas of past generations. No, maybe it's because grandmas are younger nowadays. I, I don't know, but I feel like it's just you can't tell when somebody's a grandma because of the way the world is nowadays, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, you you could potentially pull up beside a grandma and she bumping pound town, you know. <laughs> it may happen. You never know, you know. I hope not. I've been around somebody. I'm like, yeah, I got three grandbabies. Somebody's grandma is, though. Yeah, it won't be me, though. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But, I mean, I, I have to say, like, the memories of my grandma making cornbread or some dressing. And she got the moo-moo on. When I was little, I was like, that's what I want to be right there. You know what I'm saying? Because that represented strong woman, you know. But yeah. the generational difference now when you see a strong woman is the corporate woman. It's the woman that's educated. Mm. It's the woman that got her own house that can tell mm. you a little bit about establishing and building credit and being a business owner, you know. Right. Before, it was like you stay at home and you take care of your family. Mm-hmm. You do the cooking, you run the household. Right. But yeah, like you said, now that image is of the businesswoman, the boss. Right. Right. And I think with generational um, differences, I think technology plays a major part into it as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like technology is, is help raising <laughs> the children nowadays. When it comes to common sense, I have come across some adults who kind of lack it a little bit. And it's kind of different. And you think that's related to technology? Um, Yes, because the way of the world, in my opinion, the way of the world now is everything is technology. Everybody is phone to their face, walking. You like you don't nobody's enjoying like the outside world. Nobody's conversating or having the regular conversations. Even church, honey, you go to church, you go to church on, on your computer. You ain't got to go talk to nobody. Yeah, 
That's true. And I think that contributes to lack of social skills as well, which is a different topic. But I don't know. I feel like technology has a, it plays a major part on the differences between back then. We didn't have technology like that. Mm-hmm. I think also with technology, people are exposed to more things. So mm-hmm. back then you only knew what was happening in the community. And now, you know, you have this view of what's happening in the world and you can find all these different ideologies. But look at it from a kid's perspective, though. The kids are getting too grown, like learning about stuff before it's age appropriate. Yeah. Technology, because like back then, like you said, we had a filter. We had some type of filter, whereas now kids don't have a filter. And I feel like we look like kids. These yes, kids that's don't another look thing. like kids. They look like grown men and women. Right. I ain't had no lashes uh, on my eye at 12 years old. Girl, I still had plaits on my head and borets. <laughs> now, yeah. I had some big old boobs. Though. I remember, girl, I used to hate that. My mama had to take me to pennies to go buy my bras because I had to get the big girl bras because I had developed <laughs> too fast. I used to hate going to pennies, go bra shopping. That's another story. I don't know about that life. <laughs> <laughs> when I lost all my weight, my stomach and my boobs went first. I said, okay, Jesus, that's what we're doing. I ain't going to fight. So how do you think um, marriage and relationships have changed from previous generations to now? When it comes to marriage... Obviously, back then, I would say, yes, we still had single moms back then, but there were a lot of married couples. And I feel like there were a lot of things that was going on, whether it was mental abuse, physical abuse, whether if it's Mr. Joseph was sleeping with the next door neighbor, Miss Pauline, but mama turned the eye to it because her bills got paid and everything was taken care of. And then... Here it is. You have this woman raising you on you don't take no it from no man because that's her way of trying to break this generational curse. So Mm -hmm. here it is. She's raising this strong woman. So now here it is. Another generation is presented with that same issue, but they're going back to what their mama told them, even though they've seen their mama doing different. They want to do something, you know, the complete opposite and want to go with what mama told them to do. And I ain't got to put up with this. Hence, possibly the percentage is higher when it comes to single mothers and where they're trying to break that mold of, you know, I'm not going to just end up another statistic. If I'm going to be a single mom, I'm going to be about something, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's that's my opinion on that. Not saying that it's only single mothers. I really do feel like there are a lot of positive marriages that are that's trickled here and there. That I think is amazing. Shout out to the strong, amazing couples and, and people that have gotten married and make it last, make it last forever. Jesus. Yeah. At the same time, I think there's a lot more divorces, mm-hmm. which I guess there's a good and bad to that, because like you said, like people aren't just putting up with the cheating and the abuse and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They aren't just sitting in marriages and living unhappy. Right. But at the same time, on the other end of the spectrum, it's like the smallest little thing and people are getting divorced. Mm, this is on true. On the other side of that, like, you know, people don't know how to stick it out anymore because 
it's going to be rough times. Right. We're going to hate each other sometimes. Yeah. You know, that commitment, that level of commitment and sticking to it and working it out is not there anymore. Uh, we don't want y'all to misunderstand sticking it out to if you are, if you're unhappy or mentally something is not right, then seek help. We have a whole episode about black folks and therapy. So it's fine to yes. go seek help, you know, but if it's not working, it's just not working. And you have that right to choose you. No matter what people say, you got to choose you. Because how can you go on and be mentally stable if you can't be mentally stable? So I, I just yeah. have to put that out there, disclaimer. But you understand the difference in that and what I'm saying, right? Yes, yes, I do understand. But there may be somebody out there because we see that on their own Instagram, somebody misunderstand the topic <laughs> and they go left when everybody's on the right topic. You know what I mean? So... I'm talking factor, you know, I often say common denominator, but mm -mm, it's too early. The common factor (laughs) of, you know, what the root of the problem is. And then that way, you you know, you work it out and consider your partner's feelings. You with them for a reason. You love them. So how can you be with somebody and love them if you're not, you know, listening to them or trying to break down the common factor, you know, I often say common denominator, but mm -mm, it's too early. The common factor of, you know, what the root of the problem is. And then that way, you you know, you work it out. What other generational differences do you notice? I'd say definitely the way we dress. Yes. But I have to say, though, some of the things that were trendy back then, they kind of pop up here and there. They do. But if you look at even like pictures of them going to school in the 60s, you know, they used to be dressed up. This is true. We don't even wear that to church sometimes. Yeah, this is true. Even when you dressed up to get fancy. I mean, the way that people dress now is it, kind of it's, it's out there. Yeah, it was a lot more conservative back then, too. Yeah, very conservative. I've seen an outfit where this girl had on. And I'm pretty sure this had to be custom. I know she ain't bought this nowhere. And I'm not sure if you saw it, but it was like a one pants outfit. And then the stomach part was cut out. And then she only had one slither of material over the lips of her vagina. And it couldn't. Yes, ma'am. When I find it, I said, I'm going to inbox it to you. I wish I could post it on our page. But it was only one piece of material that went over her vagina that connected with the pants leg. And then it went down. So you could see a fat mama at the top hanging out. and her, But her stomach was on flat, flat, though. But fat mama was still fat mama. And then she had a piece of spandex material to cover up the lips and it connected to the pants leg. That's too much. <laughs> if y'all know what I'm talking about, look, send it to the page. Tag our page. That's that way Shannon can see it. But I'm telling y'all, the, the style nowadays, People say, if you got the body, do it. But sometimes, uh, come on, y'all. Sometimes you're just doing too much. Yeah. And again, I get her props because her stomach was on flat, flat. She had hips for days. But that little thin piece of spandex material that went across the little lips, <sighs> that's all I can do. We just sigh. But yeah, it's the way we dress. And also, um, it's okay to be a sneakerhead, but the shoes, the pricing on shoes nowadays... Mm. Oh, music, though, as much as I want, in my opinion, as much as I want to say music, there's a difference. I don't think there is. I don't think there's a difference in necessarily what they're 
talking about. Like the content. I think it's more in the delivery. They had, you know, metaphors that were creative. I have to disagree. Because I don't went back and listened to some classics and they was very, very, come on. But did you get it right off? Uh, yeah. Or did you have to listen deeply and be like, okay, I know what they're talking about. Mm-mm. This morning on the way to work, I listened to, what's his name? Lathan Freakit. Oh, now see, that's not too too far off. I'm talking about like 70s, 60s, 70s. Okay, so yeah, maybe. Okay, I agree. I feel like progressively it's gotten worse until now. They just say whatever. I th- Okay, so I have no choice but to agree with you now because I can't think of anything right off the top of my head back then where they was very like deliberate, you know. They were talking about stuff. It's yes. just you have to catch, catch. the metaphor. Yeah, because I was going to drop Uncle Luke's name real quick because he wanted some, hey, we want some. we'll leave him out so i guess i guess there is some type of generational difference when it comes to music because it's like now they don't even have to try anymore i read an article you get paid more if your content is highly inappropriate you get paid really for what because it's catchy Mm. it's catchy that type of stuff if you talk about robbing and shooting people up and you got ice in your veins and you cold blooded and you want some mm, and you finna pop this thing on the headlight like that. You get more money. You get more attention because that's what sells. Now, if you come out here and you're singing a song about positivity and how you can do it and you're singing about words of affirmation and mm, I mean, it's nice. We're going to listen to it for about a week or two, but then that's about it. It ain't going to get the it ain't going to be catchy. I guess that is true about our culture. What what positive song you know they played in a club out besides Kurt Flank and Stomp? <laughs> Why are they playing Stomp in the club? <laughs> it gets me high up to the sky. <laughs> Girl, that, that, that song used to hit. I need them to not play it in the club. <laughs> and then right after, they, they play uh, Young Dolph Preach. <laughs> no, I was in a strip club. Let me tell you, I knew about that song, but it's something about those speakers in the strip club. They hit hard. So when that song "Preach" came up, I was up there. I don't know the lyrics. Was it something, something? But then he said "Preach." I was up there in the strip club with my hand up, and everybody just had their <laughs> hand up like this. And I was like, "Yeah, this really happened." <laughs> I was drunk. I prayed when I got home though and went to sleep. Repent. <laughs> <laughs> had to repent before you went to bed. It was fun. That was a fun night. God was with me. I made it home safe. Amen. (laughs) Jesus forgive her. Yes. He know. God know my heart. You know, we do something bad. she knows not what she does. Yes. But you know, you you ain't never said that. When you did something, be like, God know my heart. You ain't never did that? (laughs) That's a a typical black response. (laughs) God know my heart. Do you feel like our values and things are different than our parents and our grandparents' generations? I feel like we both had strong values. We just went in different directions. But I feel like we're more on track now and making sure that we get what we deserve. 
we deserve the education. Whereas they probably had that value, but they didn't have the resources. They didn't have, you know, what we currently have now when it comes to education. There's more people, like you said, in Saks Facts, there's more people that have their education and degrees and all of that now. So it, it would be wrong to say that we're more on point than what they had. It's just weird. But I feel like also that education was more of a priority than it is now. Like if you look at parents back then and, you know, they were not putting up with no stuff. Mm -hmm. You could get paddled in school and all that stuff. Like these kids, they need to help with that school. We need to bring the paddle back. These Some of these parents will get more upset about you taking a cell phone that they were texting. The kid was texting on in class Mm -hmm. than that kid bringing home F's. Right. Since you put it that way, okay, like I was saying, when it it comes to certain situations, yes. Discipline. Discipline is, is, it it played a major part, you know, in the culture and the differences when it comes to, you know, the generation today. I'm going to be honest, I don't, I don't whoop my kids like that. I feel like we're in a place now and maybe it's just, I hope, I'm pretty sure there's other people that feel the same way where you want to communicate with them and explain exactly why. What's the purpose of not doing it this way? Yeah, because before it was just like, because I said. (laughs) Yes. I don't know how many times I heard that. And I think that's the reason why I kind of switched up my parenting because it it scarred me to hear you ain't got no McDonald's money. It scarred me. Scarred. (laughs) It scarred. And that's probably the reason why our kids are spoiled now because of the possible trauma that we possibly experienced when we were little get beaten, popped. (laughs) All the time because mama and daddy said so. And yeah. we don't want to put that on our kids. I think also like our parents' parents really didn't have nothing mm-hmm. and they worked hard to provide. And so then our parents worked hard because they saw their parents work hard. They wanted to be able to provide for us right. what they never had as kids. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we have more than they had. And so now our kids have way more right? and they're like spoiled. Exactly. I have to agree. Have you ever just looked at your kids and be like, what have I done? You know what I mean? But it's too late. So he's like, okay. And you self-consciously trying to fix it yourself. Yes. And you're like, no. The kid looking at you like, what's wrong with you? Why are you saying it's so aggressive? <laughs> huh? I heard you say no the first time. There's a lot of differences that we talked about. Do you think that it was better back in the day or you think that, you know, we've learned some things and it's better now. I feel like we have learned some things, but it's hard to say. It depends on the situation. So when it comes to values, yeah, I would say back then it was a little bit better because we did, we valued life. We valued what we had because back then our parents had to work harder. Whereas now our kids is like, everything is just given to them. So they don't value as much. So we have to double back and have this conversation and remind them of the struggles that did occur when it comes to us when we were little, our grandparents and they roll their eyes like, oh, here we go again. So that is a little bit different. So I guess it just depends on the situation. Yes, technology is great. It, it It's a great resource. It provides that. But there are so many things that comes along with technology to where, oh, Lord, like what in the world are we exposing our mm-hmm. kids to? 
Yeah. I mean, I challenge you guys to sit down with your kid. Don't say nothing while they have their tablet or their phone and just look at the TikToks that pop up. And there's stuff that you didn't even know that they knew about. And it's just being embedded there. And then you'll find out randomly at school because they done did something inappropriate to another kid. Like, Where you get that from? Oh, TikTok. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah, I think there's some good and some bad because, you know, we talked about back then the discipline being stronger. Mm-hmm. Black parents was not taking your mess. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> some people were really getting beat <laughs> and abused. Mm-hmm. It caused trauma. Yeah. And there is some trauma from the way that people were raised back then. Trauma from the abuse that people lived through. Mm-hmm. Things that they saw go on in the household that they weren't allowed to talk about because yep. didn't nobody care about your thoughts as a child. What they say, stay in a child's place. Ooh. In the same token, though, like the work ethic was much different. Mm-hmm. Kids these days, they do not know anything about working hard. Right. Like if anything, even in the classroom, if anything presents a challenge, most kids, they'll just quit. Right. They don't know what it takes to put in a lot of hard work to accomplish their goals. They're just looking for a quick way to get gratification. And that probably is due to technology, too, Mm -hmm. because things like TikTok, that's instant gratification. Right. All right. Well, we got to move this along. Okay. So let's get into a little black activity. Okay. All right. So this is about which era, like which era was the best? Was it 60s to 70s, 80s to 90s, or like the 2000s and present day? Okay. Let's go. Let's get it. All right. So when it comes to music, which era had the best music? I guess it's not fair because I, I really wasn't doing like the 60s music back then. I mean, the Supremes and, you know, they really weren't my thing. So I have to say music, the 90s. I'm with you on the 90s. The 90s. I'm also. It's something with Brownstone. That 90s R&B was hidden. Can't deny that. So I have to go with the 90s on that one. All right. What about dances? Dances? It would have to be the 80s or the 90s, man. Can you the Roger Rabbit? I mean, everybody, if you get the, the new they'd be like, you're a creek that soldier boy. No, get out of here with that track. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, what's a new dance now? What, I, know. I was going to say, it may just be me because I'm older, uh-huh. but like we actually had dances with names right. in Can the 80s and 90s. Like, do Kids have, I guess they do. They do. We just don't do them, so we don't know them. That so, I guess that's not fair to them. But little Fortnite dances and stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't even hit like ours did. Send so you your arms around. <laughs> what about movies? I watched The Golden Child last night again for the millionth time. And we were in here cracking up. So it's hard because I feel like there's always a good movie in a, in each genre. There's always a good movie. Now, again, I can't speak for the 60s. The 70s, you got like Pam Greer was on the scene, you know. Superfly. Yeah. The Mac. So mm-hmm. <sighs> those were good, but 
with a good storyline, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to say. I have to say all of them. My movie, perfect. It just it bounces back and forth. I'm gonna say like the 2000s to the present. Really? On that? Yeah, just because of the production value. Yeah, I guess. I feel like there's a movie about everything. I feel like there's more representation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just the Goonies, girl. You can't take away that from that classics. The Sandlot. <laughs> what? The Sandlot was that, oh, that, that movie, though. People Under the Stairs. Do you remember that movie? Mm, I remember the name of it. Yeah. I don't remember. What when people... <sighs> The Burbs with Tom Hanks. Those are all classics. All right. What about like, which era was better for the workplace? I would have to say now, 2000s to the present, we we were really getting more rights. You know, every uh, corporation business, they have the diversity and inclusion departments now. So they like really focus on where we're getting, you know, the equal rights. We're getting what we deserve. They're trying to get rid of them with this anti-woke stuff. Yes. <laughs> All right. What about like just kicking it, like hanging out, partying? I know you probably heard stories about your parents hanging out. Yeah, I hear stories about them hanging out. Let me tell you something. Now, our parents, they they may, they wait until you get old and then they want to tell y'all the stuff that was going on. And then they start putting two and two together like, damn. Okay, <laughs> and then you start remembering stuff like you little, you twirling like this little metal thing, and then you grow up like, wait a minute, I was playing with a weed scale. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but as an adult, I have went through the partying stages. I remember, uh, I don't know if you did this, Shannon. Did you use your mama's ID to get into a club? I did not do that. I don't look like my mama enough. Them people at that club know darn well I wasn't no 38-year-old woman. <laughs> I was 16 with my mama's ID in these grown folks' club. I snuck in the club. And yeah, you go through your little spurts, your little, you know, club hopping. When we when I lived in Europe, we went to the club over there. I party with, you know, German people. And that was fun. Now, see, I'm thinking about like generational stories about when the people were of age where they started partying, mm-hmm. like like the house parties. Yeah. Yeah. So and again, those were nice. But I would have to say the partying now, because you got to think, think about how many paint and sips there are. Think about how many branches, you know, there there are now where they're, they have like the R&B branch that you go to on a Sunday now. And you get there, you with other people, and y'all just vibing. So I have to say the partying now is what's hype. Don't nobody want to go to the club and get shot up. My hometown, it has like different spots, but they're getting rid of the clubs in like the little smaller places. There are no nightclubs. Because folk be acting crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to say like the 70s, though, because I feel like. You know, that was the funk era. Yeah, but Shannon, they everybody was on coke, baby. Fancy clothes. Oh. And I guess they they were doing drugs, but they were <laughs> dancing. They were cool. Everybody knew each other. Yeah. So they were like all hanging out. I don't know. Oh, but they still fought, though. You bought somebody in the club. They were like, but they fought. Job, they didn't turkey. pull out a gun and shoot each, each they other. They had a little, they had a little, the little, the little bitty piece. <laughs> The look 
cute little piece? Is that 22, the little bitty thing? <laughs> <laughs> they had it tucked in the waistband in the back. And they, and or they I, had uh, a knife or something. Yeah. <laughs> they had it in their boots, the, the joints. They had them tucked away. <laughs> All right. What about dressing, like clothes? Oh, I have to go with the 70s on that. Even though, like, stuff be coming back. I can't. I don't know. My mom had put a Jerry curl on me. <laughs> and the reason why she did that is because I, I cut out my hair. I was in the plan with some scissors while she was asleep. And I, I got up real early and I was playing with the scissors. I cut my hair off and she said I tried to stick it back up there. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a patch missing up here. All this was long, but I had a patch missing. So <laughs> she took me to this. It was this lady in Chattanooga. It's Moda Tianda. And she used to do everybody Jerry Curl. And they ended up cutting all my hair off. And then I got a Jerry Curl. But I don't know. I go back and look at some of the outfits that she had. But they were cute. And I go, I don't know. I just think of the style. I have to say with the 70s. Because you got to think about it. The 70s, the bell bottoms, it it keeps coming back. Yeah. No matter it what. Does. It's always there. But the 90s with the cross colors and all that, too, that was kind of fun. Oh, I forgot about that. It was so colorful. As a matter of fact, my daughter, when my oldest, when she turned 16, we had an 80s, 90s party. And everybody had to dress like that. And that was cool. And the slouch socks. <laughs> I'm going to give me some of the gold, the gold bamboo earrings. People are wearing those again. Yes. I got some. Since I cut out my hair. All right, well, let's move on to your piece, Lisa. I'm looking right. forward to hearing that piece today. Guys, this is going to be the last piece, okay, that we're sharing with you guys. So I wanted to kind of come in a little bit, uh, uh, put a little emotion in this one, so... Y'all sit down, relax, and hear me out. This one is called Ooh Child. And I tell you, <laughs> Ooh Child, the way I'm so positive, the way I move so po- poetically, even though the weight on my chest say less. Ooh Child, I'm so fancy. The way I spin on practically nothing. The way they watch me even though it was all given to me. Ooh, child. The way we make it work. The way I glide through America, skin glistening. Every speck of glitter glitters as my heels click clack as I sway into my meeting on time. Even though a tragedy struck the night before. But granny said, don't you dare let them folks know. It's between God and you. Ooh, child. Lord knows I'm tired. Ooh, child. Lord knows I'm worth it, though. Child, Lord believes I'm somehow built for this because of my mama, my granny, my great granny's veins, their hands representing the strength. So, child, believe me when I say I got this. Just step out my way, child. The disrespect you offer on a platter, I guess I appreciate, but ooh, child, I'm just too busy to accommodate, too busy to acknowledge. Child, just get somewhere. I'm too gold-stricken to be bothered. I love you, though, but from a distance, child. 
Thank you. Ooh, I do like that one. <laughs> that was good. All right. Well, sadly, this is the last episode of the season. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Gonna be taking a little break. I'm back at work and I am struggling. Yeah. Struggling. You got this though. Ooh, child. With a K. Struggling. <laughs> Look for the next season in Black History Month because we always come back in the blackest months of the year. Yes. We are still on IG though. And don't hesitate to DM or chat with us as long as you're not trolling. We're pretty friendly. We are at Blacktivities Pod. See you there. All right. Until season four, guys. King and queens keep doing big things. Let's go. Yeah, yeah.